So when we started this afternoon, I mentioned to those of us who were here at the beginning that, you know, I look around this room and I know a lot of you from many Tuesdays. You get here week after week. And then there's some of you who aren't always here on Tuesdays, but maybe you're here on Thursdays or you're some other night of the week. And and we have G who's back with us this week. And you notice he doesn't have much hair on top. So he went off and sat in Burma and managed to ordain for a while. So we offer our respects in sort of belated respects, I guess. (laughs) So what is this that creates that kind of energy? You know, that you week after week come to a sitting or to a class or maybe some of you to several sittings or class or maybe it carries you all the way to Asia or up to Spirit Rock or down to Yucca Valley and we sit and we have this habit of practice. Some of you sit every day, some of you sit most days, some of you have a have a practice of study so that you're reading any one of the countless Buddhist books that are out there. And, and so this, this habit creates a kind of momentum, doesn't it? And so I wanted to pick up a thread from last week's talk when we were talking about the five recollections, if you remember, those of you who were here. We, talked, we were talking a little about what had happened in Japan and we were talking about these recollections of I am of the nature to die, I have not gone beyond dying, I'm of the nature to sicken, I'm of the nature to age, I've got them in reverse order. <laughs> Everything that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise. And then the last one is all I have is my karma. And that's a really important one to reflect on because that really points at this is what lasts. This is if you die on your way out of here this afternoon, your karma is what will continue. And what karma means, it's not actually particularly magical. It's gotten sort of a, you know, oh, it's my karma kind of um, almost a new agey, magical thinking kind of feel to it. But what it really means is the reverberation of your actions. So it's that, you know, it's what, what creates, what carries into the future so that if you do something that is helpful and kind and wise, it creates that kind of reverberation. Um, if you do something that's mean and nasty, it creates another kind of reverberation. That's probably the one that's easiest for us to see because we've all done mean and nasty things and the energy from it has followed us around sometimes for a very long time, right? And so you know that it has that kind of reverberation. In the classical teachings about karma, there are several kinds. There's the karma that comes from doing something enormous. You, you save someone's life or you drop a bomb on a village or you, know, you do something that's really huge and it creates a big reverberation and that carries through you know, in a significant way in the classical teachings into another lifetime. There's also what's interesting at the moment of your death is what's called the proximate karma. So if 
even as you're dying, you are sorry for something you did, or you do something kind just before you died, or you wake up a whole lot, then that is, that's proximate, that's close to that moment of dying, that carries on. But the most interesting one, I think, is the one that it does come out of that regular, habitual action. So I've been getting, as I'm sure many of you have, a number of stories that have been coming through from you know, life after the tsunami. And um, you know, one story talked about people who were trying to get up to an upper story and there were people who were really greedy and were just pushing people out of the way. And so people who were old and infirm weren't being able to get upstairs. And then that some people came along who had a different kind of energy and they created a kind of a human ladder and passed people up the stairs so that they could get up to where they were saved. And I've certainly got a letter that came through friends, seems to be circulating around, so maybe some of you have seen it, uh, that talked about how, you know, there's the Japanese culture is pretty polite and pretty, you know, very careful acts in certain ways, and that there wasn't, in the city she was living in, there was no looting, and people were sharing water and electricity, and somebody had something, they put a sign up outside their house saying, you know, the, the power's on here, you can come in and do this or that. And so that kind of reverberation, another friend is in the um, health store business, in the wholesale end of it, and was talking about the potassium iodide rush here, and people running into health food stores and gathering up eight or 10 or 12 bottles, and then when someone would say, are you going to take all of them, they would say, you bet, and walk out the door with all of them. So, you know, that's, it's interesting to see where these habitual patterns come in. And so part of our training, part of what we do as practice, is to remember our karma. Remember that everything you do creates a little push into the future. So maybe what you're doing is very carefully recycling what plastic bags you use and not using others and composting and doing everything ecological you can think of and you think, well, I'm just me, you know, it's just, I'm one of so many people, what does it matter? But it does because it adds to that, that reverberation, you know, if you're doing it and I'm doing it and she's doing it and he's doing it, pretty soon the wave gets bigger, right? And so the reverberation gets bigger. And so that, that when we think about this is what goes on, you know, this is what you do have, is the karma of your actions. And so to practice, you practice practicing by sitting and being mindful and giving your attention to breath and body and being here in the present moment. We practice loving kindness and compassion so that when someone comes towards you and that you don't know or they're a little edgy, your first response, because it's habit, you've created the karma, is one of kindness and compassion, not one of meanness and nastiness. We probably, all of us, have enough mean and nasty habits to 
keep us working on it for a while because there are those places, aren't, aren't there, where you know we're under stress and we think, oh, I can remember a meeting years ago. I'd just been spending some time. I'd gone down to L.A. to sit with the Dalai Lama and I came back thinking I knew everything there was to know about compassion. And I went to this meeting, which was very difficult, and there were some people who were very angry. And guess what? I did not know everything there was to know about <laughs> compassion. And, you know, some of my old, edgy, aversive, difficult habits came up and made a difficult situation worse, actually. So we learn that way. You know, those are the places the good thing is you get to see, oh look, I'm not so cooked yet. I've got some things to learn here. And so you go back, back out, hopefully, and practice some more. And, um, and then continue to work with that sense of karma continuing into the future in mind. Whether this is about many lifetimes or whether it's about just carrying that energy of compassion and non-harming into the future, you can figure that one out for yourself and make your own decisions about what you understand and what you don't. But that it carries into the future, that's what seems important. And that's what we can, all of us, work on as we attend to our karma. So I'm going to stop there and see if there are questions or comments your own wonderings about that teaching um, or anything else, anything that I've said that's not clear. Don't be shy. Please, Linda. Uh, for me, uh, my karma affects a lot how I feel. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice to see that that when you do something that the karma of it it isn't that it just reverberates out there, it also reverberates in here, whether it's the mean and nasty word or the kind act. It's actually said um, one of the teachings about generosity is that when you do something generous, you get to taste it for a long time. And the karma is there for a long time. I always I love that teaching because it's so true. And you can think back, every one of you can think back to some generous thing that you did, whether it was generosity with money and resources or time and energy, doesn't matter. And when you remember it, you can still feel how nice it felt to do that. It's a really wonderful teaching. Yeah, thank you.